Hey, it's Jmark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Happy New Year's, everyone! Let's hope this new decade is a really, really good one with a lot of progress towards accepting and loving and equality for everybody and all that good stuff. Uh, before hopping into this episode, I wanted to take a moment to thank you all for your patience while we were out for a month. We took this month to be with our loved ones and relax, and I was actually able to use the extra time to go back and edit the first few episodes of Tabletop for the End of the World. I have learned a lot editing-wise, and I wanted to give you all a more enjoyable listening experience when you binge the show again. I also wanted to thank everyone who has been reviewing our podcast on Podchaser. Not everyone has an Apple product, so we are taking advantage of Podchaser's great platform to get reviews and ratings for the show. So please, please, please pop on by there and let the world and us know what you think. It helps out a ton. Finally, we are in the first episode of our new arc, which I will be calling uh, Break Through the Looking Glass. And so we will be needing character names, and by that I mean we'll be needing your names. So definitely be sure to tweet, Instagram, and Facebook posts about the show, talking about moments in it, telling your friends about it, whatever you like, and use the hashtag UnpluggedRising, and you could potentially be named an NPC on the show. People like Ray, named after Pandora underscore Danger on Twitter, a great cosplayer. People like Mo the Raven, uh, named after Moore underscore the underscore superhero on Instagram. Uh, people like Justin, uh, the priest, named after Justin Wood, or Chief Bossy, or Guy Bucket. Uh, just so many people who have talked about the show uh, and thus have been named, and you could be one of them. So definitely uh, be sure to do, do that and check that out. And uh, that's it for me for now. This is running real long, and I'll catch you after the show. Previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. Yes, I'm ready to make Vert more explosive. I toss the boulder into a random direction. Who goes there? I, I don't really have, like, a reason for living. I don't think we're going to make it out of this one, buddy. I'm proud of you, my daughter. I have been locked up by Poacher Black Corporation. They have been forcing me to be Robin for years, but this is not who I am. He reached out with his magic and pulled the wizards in. The devil captured them easily. So get it together. We've got work to do. What did you want to be when you grew up? I wasn't loved by my parents. I think it's time to check in on Robin. <gasps> Let me out! <laughs> Being nice is a choice. And it's a choice you have to make every single day. Go away! Um, and then her her form, and then she's gone. We just left them! We don't even know if they're okay, we just left them! We can put our hopes in you. Good day, good day, everyone! I, Elijah, am back to bring you Daily Delights. Now, you all may be wondering, Aw, oh, gee, Elijah, where's Robin? Well, don't worry. She is taking a short sabbatical and will return in due time feeling completely refreshed and ready for action. In the meantime, she has trusted me, 
her humble assistant, with the task of taking her daily wisdoms and really revolutionizing this show. No longer will you have to sit and wait while Robin talks about the next community event. Life moves on without waiting for what's next, and we all have our own passions. Why, I am a huge fan of comics, and Pocha Black Corporation has a ton of original IPs that they have either created themselves or ruthlessly claimed in a hostile takeover. Come on, bud. Up and at him. Manny, leave me alone. Look around. Now is when we would usually play, so let's do it. We've been doing nothing for a month, and watching you mope around has gone past boring into just depressing. I don't even have anything planned. That's horseshit, and you know it. Get up, or I'll bring my dogs in here. Okay, okay, I'm getting up. Good. Now, do the thing, and I'll tell you what, we'll even log on so it feels like old times. <sighs> okay. Alright, man. You want D&D, you got it. Where am I? What am I, and what are we doing? Uh, you awaken in a one-room shack in Balderdash. Whatever happened last night is a blur now, and you seem to be completely alone. Am I wearing pants still? If you choose to be. I never was, so okay. <laughs> I didn't realize we had established that. Okay, so Torin. uh... No, I, I think we established I was wearing armor with a flap. Okay, uh... Uh, you can choose whether or not you're wearing the flap. The point is, you are you are sort of alone. You are completely alone, not sort of alone, in a one-room shack that you can tell is somewhere in Balderdash. Where am I? What you, happened? You say to yourself, alone in the room. Why have I wake up, dazed and confused? Why have I wake up? <laughs> How does dragon sleepy sleep? All right, I get the point. I walk out of the shack. Uh... Hold on. You didn't write this far ahead? <laughs> Outside of the shack, Debilica is pacing in the street as if waiting for you. What is it? Oh, thank thank God you're awake. Uh, I can take you to the others if you follow me. Uh, and mm. she, starts, she starts walking towards the gates of Balderdash. When do holograms walk? That's what she's doing. Okay, I follow. With my perception checks ready. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Fourteen... Plus three. So with a 17, you realize Balderdash is suspiciously quiet. Uh, you don't see anyone else walking around. And because it's inside eternally, um, uh, you don't see any like sunlight to indicate day or night. Uh, you don't see the fireflies, which normally indicate nighttime in Balderdash. So it must be the daytime hours. But you don't see anyone walking around. You don't hear anyone. Vile devil, where are the villagers? What has happened? She says, I can explain it. We just need to get out of here first. But we're in Balderdash. Why do we need to get out? Like I said, I can explain when we get to the Shattered Mansion. I follow cautiously. She walks out of Balderdash, and you see that the burned-down hedge maze has now become fertile soil for the goblins to begin gardening and farming on the outskirts of the town. Uh, she leads you gingerly around it, now without having to go through an enormous maze every time, it only takes a few minutes to walk to the Shattered Mansion, which is out in the distance. Uh, you once again walk past the Statue of the Devil Knight, which now is just a podium. The goblins clearly must have scrapped it to use the stone for farming. 
she opens the door to the shattered mansion and uh, gestures for you to come inside. I follow inside. Uh, you you go inside, and inside is a giant version of a room. Uh, as you enter, you have the distinct feeling of walking through a mouse hole in the sideboarding. But when you look back, there's no hole in the wall. An old broom reaches up and up like a skyscraper. A mop in a bucket as large as a house looms overhead. Cobwebs hang in the upper corner of the room. And to the far side, across the room, is a giant wooden door, green and black with mold. Alice in Wonderland. Okay, if Luis <laughs> Carl wants to come back from the dead and sue me now, then he can damn well try. <laughs> I roll perception check. Yes, you do. Go ahead and make that perception check <laughs> for me, my man. 16 plus 3. Ha! Beat that. Yeah, wow. Okay. The first thing you notice as you walk into the room is that... So you're little. Uh, there's the mop and bucket sitting there. There's also, like, a dirty cot. It's, like, the size of a, I don't know, a slightly larger house than the bucket. I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. Inside that spider web in the, in the seal, on the ceiling is definitely a spider that's bigger than you are. Also, with that perception check, you can see that that... That door on the far side is molded over to the point of the uh, it's weakened. The wood is is falling apart. Vile Debilica, why have you brought me to the mutated shattered mansion? I I distinctly remember this being different last time. As you turn around to address Debilica, you see that she has vanished. You seem to be completely alone. <sighs> For some reason, the phrase, I blame Twilight for this, comes to my mind. I turn back to the rotting door, or wait, can I go back out the entrance? As I said, when you turn around, the wall is just a solid wall. I hit the wall. Uh, good for you, man. Uh, yeah, no, you, you hit the wall, It's it seems to be- Can I try to break through it? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, try to break through the wall. I guess that's a strength check? Yes, please. Or I suppose athletics might be more in line here. I have more points in athletics, so I'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, they rolled off the table, so I'm rolling it again. <laughs> fair. I'm, I keep missing the dice box, to be fair. Okay, well then, uh, I guess the advice I'd give you is to aim for the rectangular dice box shape when you're rolling your dice, so that they land inside the box where it's most useful. Okay, yeah, yeah, for your sorry. <laughs> I didn't plan this. <laughs> did, you, did you nat 20? Yes, as soon as you started giving me crap. What I get for having fun. <laughs> Come on, we're all having fun. Well, you are. So you've you've punched a wall real hard, and with a nat twenty, you're able to punch the the hole that you the wall where there once was a hole where you came in on extremely hard. Uh and you can see the wood splinter, and then you hear a sort of groan as the house moves and you see the wood re-knit itself as though nothing had happened by the striking cold lakes of hades more mimics <laughs> also i need you to make a perception check for me just one more perception check to finish it all off three plus a three <laughs> Um, man, wood sure is hard. Struck you. Okay, so this is pretty obvious, but you get the feeling that something is not right. Something about punching that wall felt unusual to you. 
It didn't feel like what happens when I usually punch a mimic. It definitely did not feel like when you punch a mimic. Like if you were to punch Chester or something. Who's on my head, if I remember correctly. If you remember correctly. Do I remember correctly? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> or I should say, hmm. I tap on my helmet to wake it up. There is no response. Can I take it off and shake it? Yes, of course. I take it off and shake it. You have to slide Chester off of your horns. It's unusual, but, <laughs> um, like, because usually Chester is just very, it's very easy for him to just slide on and off of your head whenever he wants. But this time he seems solid, like a single piece um, or like a it's almost like you're carpet. actually made of wood or metal. It does seem like he's actually made of the materials he appears to be made of right now. Uh, you can see the face. Uh, well, usually you can see like sort of his eyes and mouth are generally on the helmet somewhere. And you can see that, but it looks more like a decal or a decoration now uh, as opposed to an actual face or eyes. And he doesn't seem to react to you in any way. As though it's like a facsimile of Chester. All right. So I put back on the helmet, and I go back towards the door that looks more breakable than the wall. As you go across the room, uh, you realize that that spider in that web has started to descend as it sees you. I get my uh, sword and shield ready. Those are there, for sure. And I keep trying to faster walk towards the door. Sure. You faster walk towards the door, the spider reacts to you. The spider jumps down. Uh, and it's on the floor, and it's it's glaring at you. Do black bars cross across me, and we stare at each other from across a room? And then a and then a, a capital V and a capital S appear between the two of you, and a voice from the heavens shouts, "Let's fight! Get ready for the next battle!" You're gonna roll your initiative, but first, uh, one more perception check. Six plus three, so nine. I have to compete against it. Okay, so yes, uh, go ahead and. It's make a spider. It is. Make an initiative check for me. Let's initiative roll right now. <laughs> initiative check. Initiative check. I'm a terrible DM. Let's do this. Let's fight. Two. Holy God. Okay, well, the spider's going to go first. If you if you couldn't already tell. I think I used up all my luck on that wall. <laughs> uh, so the spider is going to... It's going to try to bite you. 12 is probably going to miss against your enormous AC. Of 18, because I haven't gotten new armor. Mm -hmm. Strucking penny pitcher. What you missed on that perception roll, that last one, was it was a contested stealth roll. So with a 24, a, another spider came out from in the in the shadows of that cot and bites down on you. Make a constitution saving throw, Torin. I should have put more points into constitution if I was going to be a tank. 17 plus 1. <laughs> yeah, you'll succeed. So you're going to take 6 pierce damage from the bite, and then 3 poison damage. As the spider's poison seeps into your veins. Arr, ah, uh, and now it's your turn. <sighs> what should I use? Zone of truth won't do anything. <laughs> Make the spiders tell you the answer to their riddle. I have not used this before. It's casting time as one bonus action, and its range is touch. Okay. I'm going to cast magic weapon on my sword. Okay, so now your sword's a magic weapon. With a plus one bonus to attack rolls and damage rolls. That's pretty sweet. And I guess and counts as... being magical helps against stuff? Yes, there are things that have resistance to mundane weapons, and there need to be... If the weapons are magical, they will have an extra effect. Are these that? You don't know yet. You haven't cut them with your magic sword. Oof. Okay. 
And I haven't, and I can still do like a second attack. I've only used a bonus action, correct? Yes. So I swing twice at the one that just bit me. Tight. Uh, roll for it. First hit. Uh, misses. Oh yeah. There's, you just there's got... no, there's no coming back from a four. Yeah, that's that's not gonna do it. Wait, what's your plus now? Four plus what? What would it be plus to hit? My proficiency. Proficiency plus strength plus one now, I suppose, with magic weapon. So it'd be a plus seven. So four plus seven. <laughs> so 11 is not quite going to do it, but plus seven is a huge bonus, my dude. Because the proficiency and high strength. Yeah. So go ahead and uh, uh, roll your second attack. 18 is definitely going to do it. That'll do. Yeah, that'll. Do. Oh, that voice crack. Uh, yeah, did go I, ahead. Did I crack my voice? No, I did. Oh, oh I, you did it. <laughs> go ahead and roll some damage there, bud. So it's 1d8 slashing because, or is it 1d10? Uh, if you you had your shield out, right? Yeah. So one so, hand. Yeah, one it's hand. only. We learned that last time. I've been doing it wrong the entire time. That's fine. You know what? It what really matters is that we're here playing. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere out there, mm -hmm. J Mark is smiling and saying something stupid. <laughs> Probably just like, ah, oh, why don't you just make friends with the spiders? A four plus the one for magic weapon. Uh, four plus one is five. Plus your plus your strength. So that's a plus four altogether then. So eight. It's eight. Yeah, eight damage. Uh, you slash down on the spider and it makes angry spider noises. Next, the spiders are gonna go and they don't like that they have been slashed. So what the spiders do next is they turn around and point their butts at you. Nine, you're gonna dodge, as it shoots web out of its butt. Uh, and then nineteen. Can I have an idea against it? What do you mean an idea against it? Can I use my acid breath as a reaction? <laughs> uh, you cannot use it as a reaction. You can use it as an action on your turn. Uh, but Dang it. What has happened is you have been entangled in webs and you are restrained and two hungry spiders are eyeing you. Go ahead and take your turn. You can choose to... I puke all over myself to burn my way out of the web. Roll damage? Is it rolling for dragon breath? You just roll the damage. Well, yeah, because I'm not really aiming anywhere. I'm just hit covering myself uh, and trying to hit all the web it's pretty easy to puke all over yourself based on how i've seen you partying since you got here no comment i didn't want to call you out or anything it's just i'm not gonna wash your shoes again i had shoes <laughs> those weren't shoes <laughs> what did i wash i'm not sure anymore oh you grody man anyway how much damage did you do how much acid did you burn six six Two. Yeah, with a 14, you just burn all the all the spider webs off of you, which puts you in a much less vulnerable position. I get up sword and shield and hand. An enormous shadow of a creature emerges from under that cot, apparently chasing that that spider that had snuck up on you. A cockroach the size of a rhinoceros has pounced on that second spider and bit into it and just torn it in half, immediately killing it. I believe that would make it the other giant spider's turn. And that other giant spider is going to try to restrain the cockroach. Uh, it's going to hit. You said you got a two in your initiative, so the cockroach is above you. The cockroach is going to... It's going to flex its way out of the spider webs and break out entirely. And then it's going to turn towards you, Torin. And it's going to try to bite you for 20 to hit. Oof. And I'm only at 18 armor class. 
Yep. How much damage? Ooh, uh, 12. As this thing's gross giant mandibles cut into you. Oh, oh yeah, it should be noted. The cockroach came from under the cot, but it flew out. Just wanted you to know that. Boren, it's your turn. You are in a three-way battle. Currently being bitten by a cockroach, correct? Well, it bit you and it's done now. Like, you were tasty, but you're not like a gobstopper. Ah, I clutch my side. What? What is this world that I have walked into? The cockroach hisses at you. Seeing the cockroach as, you know, the extra special threat, I'm going to pray to Hercules and try to strike it with a divine smite. Cool. So that should stack on top of magic weapon, correct? Is magic weapon permanent? Concentration up to one hour. Yeah, that should be fine. Oh, except you got bitten. So you need to make a... You need to make a concentration check. Uh, so make a constitution saving throw for me, Torin. See if you maintain magic weapon after that bite. A 12 plus a 1. You maintain. Uncharacteristic of you. You did it, man. You did it. So yeah, you're going to so, smite the cockroach? It's been so long since I've used regular divine smite. Okay, expend 1 to deal radiant damage in addition to... It's an extra damage of 2d8. Yes. For a first level spell slot plus 1d8 for each level spell higher than first. 6, and I think we figured out it's plus... Well, yeah, plus the magic weapon, so 6 plus 7 is uh 13 your sword comes down on this uh cockroaches like as you like hit it like on top like on the wing or something and you see that this thing is just coated in a glistening black sort of armor and as your as your magic weapon strikes it make a perception check for me that was a nat 20 Oh, God. I can, I can see the shit out of stuff, but I can't hit the shit out of stuff. Okay, so you notice two very important things. Um, the first thing is that the shell on the top of this cockroach is extremely tough and durable. It's like uh, natural armor, but but more solid, almost like steel. And your sword comes down on top of it, you feel like you're hitting a shield or a, or a set of armor. But with a nat 20, you notice that this black coloration does not continue onto the underside of the giant cockroach and i still have an extra attack you do still have an extra attack but on a nat 20 i get to tell you literally everything oh. what you notice is that your your magic weapon striking the top of this cockroach you see at the point of contact there's a, a flickering a wavering to it like a like the image of the cockroach isn't quite solid unholy beast uh so you still have your second attack and now you you know that black coating does not continue on to the fleshy underside of the giant cockroach. So I guess I'm going to kneel and slash at the underside. Go for it. Nine plus seven. That'll hit. Does that hit? Yes, finally. Totally. Easily you tear through the bottom of this thing. Thank Hercules for magic weapon. <laughs> are you still uh, Are you still going to divine smite this mother? Yeah, that'll use up pretty much... I'll only have one spell slot left, but I need to get my way out of this because... Now you've made me realize it's not just a cockroach. The one spell slot left, but yes, I'm going to divine smite its undercarriage. Roll that damage. Five. Two. <laughs> seven. Plus the three of my strength, and so plus four, because plus three strength and plus one magic weapon. 17, 18. Yep, you got it. Torin shoves his sword deep into the underbelly of this thing, and divine radiance 
ekes out in in streaks of light that crack through the the hard outer shell of this creature, and your smite causes it to explode into green bits all over the room. The giant spider that was intimidating so much before uh, scuttles off and looks like it's trying to go back to its like strand that led up to its web. I'm gasping, and I'm gonna let it go. Okay. Because it's just a bug, not a real enemy. Hello? 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 Manny, did you hear something? Uh, nah, not really. Okay, uh, Manny, you, uh, you said you're letting the spider get away? Yeah, and I... Hello? Hello? Is someone there? Hey! Because, like, now, I know I heard something. Hey! Guys, you there? J Mark? J Mark, is that you? I, I. Hold on. He's alive. And that is why I believe that the Crimson Raider would absolutely wreck the Silver Sapphire. No questions asked don't at me don't hashtag flame me i will shut you down now i am told i am supposed to make announcements so yes koopy day is coming up and oh well it looks like i will have to read from one of our koopy day stories i know last year robin did a night before koopy but that is extremely dull I would much rather tell you the story of Frigid the Ice Golem, or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, who comes back once a year to tear apart all naughty kids who don't throw their gifts upon the Koopy Day pyre, and try to keep them instead. Huh. can't believe you're okay yeah we had a bad run-in with a leviathan but we're all right leviathan that giant serpent robot thingy that lives in the labyrinth it it destroyed the secret passageway we took to get into the building and we thought it was going to get us but it just didn't it it almost seemed uninterested in us and and it walked or slithered away or something Where's Kev? Is he alright? Well, we got out okay, but he he went out to find help and supplies a few days ago. He told me to wait and try to get this radio working to reach you guys, and I'm just really worried about him, and maybe, I I don't know. He's tough. I'm sure he's fine. I guess so, but maybe I should go out and check on him or look for him. No, no, no. (laughs) I mean, look, man, we, we just got you back. And if Kev told you to hang tight, you should. He's a smart guy. Yeah, we can't have you risking your life, too. He'll make it back. I mean, I I guess so. It's just, hey, look, I look, just, we're, I don't... We're actually in-game right now. How about you play with us? Uh, Strock, my dog's got out of my room. I, I gotta go take care of this. But you guys play. Uh, I'll hop on as soon as I get this settled. Actually, that works out for me just fine. Alrighty, Jay. Uh, I'm going to switch you over to a secure line so we can play just one-on-one. Now, this does mean that Manny won't be able to hear you, uh, but we don't want Poetry Blood picking up on your feed, so I think that's for the best. 
I mean, all right. All right. You got your dice on you. Uh, yeah, in my pocket. Uh, they're like my lucky charms or something. Uh, Kev brought his too when when we left uh from from the base. All right. You ready? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you you really think it's a good idea for me to do this right Dude, now? Not look for Kev. We're having fun. It's gonna be great. And it makes a lot of sense, actually, to be playing sort of separately right now, you know? Like, just because of what I got written down here. I I think you'll like it. Okay. I mean, I have to admit, I wasn't really expecting you. I mean, I'm glad you're back. I just didn't have anything, like, super planned out. So don't hate me if it's boring. Okay. Yeah. Um... Go for it. What what's going on? What what did I miss? It sounds like you guys were playing for a while there. A little bit. Uh here, uh let's just start you off right. Twilight awakens in a one-room shack in Balderdash. Whatever happened last night is a blur now. You seem to be completely alone. Oh, Strock. Oh, this is what I get for teaching Elliot the wonders of drinking. Oh, I was trying I was trying to teach him how to hold his liquor. This is a terrible idea. Okay. What the hell is going on? I don't... Where is everybody? This isn't my house. That is do true. I have a house? You do not. Okay. Um, could I roll perception to see if I recognize anything or whatever? I, well, for free, I can tell you that this is a... You can tell this is a shack in Balderdash because you've seen a lot of them at this point and you know the construction. Uh, inside okay. this room is just a cot and a door. There's nothing else in here that would you would think of in a bedroom, like a, a bedside table or a closet or other rooms. It's just like a like a ten foot by ten foot cell with a cot in it and a curtain for a door. I'm in a cell. Not a, not a cell, but you know what I mean. Like it's just a like a oh, okay. perfectly square room, really. Do I do I have any memory? So you said I don't remember last night at all. At all. Okay. So um, I, I guess I'm gonna leave. I don't want to be in here. I'm gonna go look for my friends. You walk outside, and uh, immediately outside the shack is Debilica pacing the street as if she had been waiting for you. Hi, best buddy. Um, what's up? What's going on? Uh, I don't remember. Did I did I do anything embarrassing last night? She says, "Oh, hi, Twilight." Um actually really glad you're here i don't have time to explain but we need to get to the shattered mansion oh but that's so far well actually it's much it's a much shorter walk now that the goblins have started farming the burned down hedge maze it's not really a maze anymore so now it's just a few minutes sure 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 um all right let's go um how have you been by the way feel like I haven't really seen you since we got out of the out of the hyper mimic and fought my child and all that stuff. She's heading towards the gate and she's like, "Oh, oh no, I've been I've been fine. You know me, just keeping busy with work, keeping my my nose down." Now that makes sense. Now let me tell you, honey, I don't know who you're talking to, but I I'm a little concerned about who you're talking to. You're just talking to yourself. Now, Mo, it's fine. It's my best buddy Debelica. I d- for some reason, I feel like you'd be able to see her. Nah, I don't know what you're saying, dear. Is that Mo? Yeah, that's Mo. Say hi, Mo. Well, here's the funny thing about that. You you summoned Mo, and you know for sure she can talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's sitting on your shoulder right now, but as you try to communicate with her, you're getting nothing mm-hmm. out of her. Oh, okay. Well, let me do that again. 
Mm-hmm. So, Mal, what are you thinking? And bird noises. Mal? Actually, if you if you need, I can I can demonstrate bird noises for you. Okay, okay. Mal, what's up? Oh! Oh God! Oh Got no, it. that's I, unpleasant. I absolutely oh, love no. doing that. Oh, that's not good. Uh, so that's what okay. birds sound like. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Mo is not communicating with you telepathically. Is this just a normal bird? By all accounts, seems to be. Where the heck is Mo? Debelka, do you know what happened to Mo? It looks like uh, she's right there, darling. She's not talking to me. She normally talks. And I'm like poking Mo's belly very gently. Y'all right? Mo, Mo, like, like gets shoved a little bit, but doesn't really react to you poking her. Uh, you are now walking through the sort of courtyard to the shattered mansion and you once again walk past the statue of the devil knight but it's now it's just a podium like the goblins must have scrapped it to use the stone for like farming or something uh and debilica goes up to the to the door to the mansion and she's like i'm i'm sure whatever happened to mo is what's been happening to the others just look come in here and she opens the door for you okay if you say so and uh twilight walks in Fully trusting the Bellica, as per usual. Inside Twilight, you see a large, clean room with giant furniture. Uh, The most striking piece is a crib about as big as a house. The door you came through as you look behind you, it now looks like a child's doodle on the wall. Above the crib, there is a likewise giant mobile of stars and uh, little red devils with wings much like the one you saw the last time you were in the shattered mansion only this one is enormous and this time uh the mobile is fully intact not missing a piece the actual door to this room is likewise enormous the doorknob is as large as you are at least okay i've read this one i need to eat a cookie and it'll make me very big Manny said the same thing. Did he really? He gets me. He's on the he's on the same track, really. Okay. Yeah. So Twilight goes seeking that out. Make a perception check for me, Twilight. Okay. Oh, that's not bueno. Uh, that was an eight. On an eight, what you see is that there is a lot of pink wallpaper with blue stripes because you know it can be it can go either way. Or maybe it's maybe it's blue wallpaper with pink stripes. Like, it could be. It could easily be. Um, the, the point is that uh, you do not see any cookies of any kind. Looking around with an eight, you don't notice uh, very much of anything. Is there anything in particular you are looking for? Uh, Twilight would like to see if any of this is an illusion. So I'm, like, going up to the giant crib and i'm touching it to seeing if i face through it i'm trying to understand why the shattered mansion looks different completely different than the last time we were here uh touching the crib the crib is solid uh it feels like wood are you taking up crafting or something best buddy i don't what happened here as you turn to talk to debilica you see she is also no longer with you she is completely gone what what what? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, that's not good. Hello? And Twilight starts yelling out into the room. Debilica? Torin? Hello? No responses. The room seems to be almost entirely 
I should say, the room seems to be entirely absent of anyone else, any other person. Um, I would like to roll um, Arcana to... Tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you if you even need to I, roll. I want to know if there are any magic, like any weird magic going on, like illusion magic or anything like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously you have a sense something, some wackadoodles going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead and make that arcana check. I think what you'd be checking for would be spells of some kind, yeah. like spells that might be related to this situation. That was a 16. 16. So let me ask you to see if you're on the right track. What kind of spells do you think you're looking for here? Te- like teleportation magic of some kind. So, like mm-hmm. I, It feels like I walked through that door and was transported to an entirely different location. Okay, so with your arcana check, you know you felt teleportation before. You were teleported into the um, into the devil prison originally. And you remember mm-hmm. there was like a whole warp, this whole interplanar like face space where you saw colors you you can't remember just mm-hmm. things that like shouldn't exist or you know the mm-hmm. the space outside realities you didn't experience any of that to you this it felt like you walked normally through a door and then just when you turned around the door was gone but you didn't you didn't detect any teleportation magic are there are there windows like if i look out the window will i see normal outside you see absolutely no windows giant or otherwise you see no windows you see the crib you see like the the dresser the light switch the things that would normally appear in uh say like a nursery or a baby's bedroom is the crib empty i guess i should have asked that because there's a giant crib yes you can tell from here the crib is empty Okay. Um. In that case, Twilight is gonna make their way to the door and try, kind of try climbing up it to crawl through the keyhole. Uh, the door is uh, it's a wooden door. Uh, it seems mm-hmm. to be you know totally sheer and vertical. So mm-hmm. how? What method do you employ to climb the door? Uh, Twilight would like to use, um, hmm. mm-hmm. oh yeah, Twilight has two swords. So Twilight's gonna. Uh, use them to kind of like stabby stab and like use it to work their to shimmy their way up i love it give yourself advantage on a uh athletics check to see if you can climb the wall without like your arms giving out okay uh that was a 17 for sure with the advantage yeah uh where uh, are you climbing up to a certain spot on the door you've got every all the climbing you need to go wherever on this door you choose um, if there's a gap somewhere that allows me to go past the door, so like a keyhole, uh, a large gap at the top of the door, like where they need the space for the door to swing open without getting caught on anything, stuff like that. Absolutely. Uh, the keyhole is big enough for you to walk through. Okay. It's a, it's a brass the keyhole. Yeah, it's a brass keyhole. You go into the keyhole and it's like Does entering... it talk to me? It does not. Would you like it to? I, I mean, if it doesn't talk to me, I was I thought we were leaning into this. I mean, it doesn't, but, like, maybe I could do, like, ah, I'm a keyhole. This is how oh, keyholes I like talk. I live in a door. Oh, I'm a big hole. Look at my Ooh. big hole. Look at that big, look at that big hole. Are you interested in this big hole? Yeah, I kind of like the big hole. Can I go through the big hole? Yeah, get inside me. All right. And Twilight goes through the big hole. All right, and that is just a goof. None of that happened. Oh, well, uh, Twilight's gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to in me. In their lonely 
in their loneliness, they've immediately gone mad. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you reach the other end of the keyhole, and you can see out into a room that appears to be a library. <gasps> Yay! And Twilight immediately starts looking for the next issue of Seducing the Seducers. You are a little far away to read the... Actually, the books are enormous. Once again, you are in a giant-sized version of a library. It's much simplified compared to the library in the Shattered Mansion you visited before. Instead of rows and rows of shelves, this seems to be a simplified square room where there is only one bookshelf against the wall farthest from you. Are there any Lemures around? There is. There is an enormous armchair with a very familiar Lemure wearing spectacles and reading a book. Uh, and you can make a perception check to see if you can read the book from here. Uh, 19. The book is titled Debilica's Exhaustive Autobiography. Uh, Twilight's very excited about this. And Twilight tries to cl uh, climb on up to the table to, like, read the book with the Lemure. Well, step one is you're still inside the keyhole, so you need to climb back down the door. So give me another athletics check with advantage for your swords. Okie doke. 18. Yeah, no, you got it. Uh, you make your way all the way down to the bottom. Uh, other things inside this library that you notice as you climb down. Uh, there's the bookshelf. There's the mm -hmm. uh, the giant-sized Lemure on an armchair uh, with a lamp and a table next to him. And on that table is a hamster cage. And the hamster cage is gratuitously large, complete with enormous hamster... Uh, and a little tube maze thing. Uh, and one of those tubes reaches up out of the cage and into the ceiling. So it's the size of a normal hamster, then? Bigger. Oh, well, that's horrifying. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh. a, I, 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 okay. to use D&D terms, I suppose it's a dire hamster. Oh, fun. Okay. Uh -huh. Um, but it's definitely uh, in the cage. Like, no worry about it getting out. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's definitely in the cage. Uh, as you get to the bottom, you see there is a uh, there is a sign, a, a twilight-sized wooden sign. Like, as opposed to every giant thing in the room, this one's actually sized for you. And the sign points in three directions. The upward-facing arrow is, uh, says Master Bedroom. The downward-facing arrow says Kitchen. And there's an arrow pointing towards the bookshelf on the far wall that says craft room. Oh, Twilight's totally going to the craft room. So Twilight wants to make their way and kind of give the Lemure on the table a wide berth. Not because Twilight's afraid of Lemure. Twilight actually really likes Lemures, but that dire hamster is pretty terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, so Twilight doesn't want to become hamster chow. Sure. Um, much like any of us would not want to become hamster chow. And so I so are you around. just are you just be bopping across the room? Yeah, um, sneaky sneaky style. I don't want to get caught or anything. Oh, you're stealthing. Um, yes. So I got a twenty for stealth. Okay. Uh, let's a nat compete. twenty. A nat twenty. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. You guys. A competing nat 20 roll. What is that? What does that mean? I'm not sure. I've never had this happen before. What if I use one of my luck points? <laughs> did you take lucky? I did. I have three total luck points. 
Oh my god. Um, let's see, like you can't roll higher than that already. That what is true. your? What is? Let's roll it again. What would make sense? I'll. You're doing your stealth. What is your bonus to stealth? Well, I can also use cutting words, and I can take away from your role, your competing role. I suppose. Okay, so what's your total role then? Um. Well, if we're talking about my total role, it would be yeah. twenty. Well, hold five. on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You're trying to be stealthy. If you like mm-hmm. trying to be stealthy and then you insult someone, I think they'll become aware of you. That's fair. My total stealth roll is 25, though, if I add my stats to it. Okay, so we're going to say it's it's the net 20 plus this this creature's perception check. Okay. And you said your stealth total was 27? 25. 25. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think you get it. I think you okay. get I think you get the stealth check here. But you see, like, the hamster is, like, sniffing around its cage. The mm-hmm. lemur is, is happily reading its giant book about Debilica. Awesome. In Twilight's head, uh, we're we're bringing back we're bringing back a favorite of mine. Twilight's going dun da da dun 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 da da dun dun da da dun 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 in their sure. head as they're sneaking around. Sure, sure. Oh, also, did I mention like all of these rooms, like this nursery, this library? They are spectacularly clean. Yeah, they they keep a clean a clean giant place. Yeah, just you know, like well well maintained, dusted. This the the. Mm-hmm. the light fixtures are polished and shiny like it's real nice awesome yeah so Mm -hmm. twilight makes their makes their way downtown walking fast faces blessed and twilight's hometown yeah uh i guess you make your way to that bookshelf then yes absolutely uh it just looks like uh an ordinary bookshelf okay um is it like an entry to the it says craft room right that's where the sign was pointing yes okay so twilight um, is going to look at the different books and see if any of them stand out as, like, a trigger of some kind. Um, I guess that'd be a perception check? Like, you're looking to see which one is the, which one is the secret book key? Yeah. Or investigation, really, when you think about it. Which is actually making it more difficult for me. <laughs> but I guess I'm, I'll I'm allow feeling... It. Let's see. What'd you get? I'm feeling honest today. Uh, 14. Uh, yeah, nothing, no, none of the books immediately stand out as, like... There are no books titled Pull This. Right. Um, okay, so Twilight is going to walk around to the side of the bookcase and see if I can feel any kind of like a draft. Uh, yeah, you definitely feel a draft. But the okay. the the uh, gap is too small, too like professionally constructed for you to squeeze through, even though you're itty-bitty. Awesome. Um, Twilight would like to hide kind of behind the um the bookcase like near where this entry point is and would like to cast message on the lemure okay it's done okay and twilight goes open the craft room make an arcana check for me my arcana is a 17 you know that usually when you're communicating with something telepathically you normally get a sort of ping a sort of feedback from mm-hmm. their their minds, right? Mm-hmm. Just like with Mo, uh, you go to send a message to this Lemure, and your spell seems to hit nothing. Like there's not a mind to communicate with. Like you just get you get you get void back. No thoughts. Okay. No like no surface feelings. 
uh, and certainly no no words as you try to send okay. a message to this thing. Um, can Twilight cast Detect Magic? Uh, yes, you can. Okay, I cast Detect Magic. Your vision goes white. Uh, ah! Ah! It's this this room is on fire with magic. Uh, ah! Oh, no. Everything, everything you look at is just glowing white hot with magical presence. There's so much aura, like in this room, and all around you, like everything. What's the school of magic? Illusion. So the whole place is illusion magic. It is. It is thumping with illusion magic, like a living illusion magic heart, just going off okay. in your mind. Like it's almost painful to look around. Okay, Twilight would now like to cast Dispel Magic. I am going to roll something for this. Okay. Uh, could What is your spell save DC, Twilight? My spell save DC is 13. You hear a familiar voice say to you, Oh, well, we can't have that. And you take... Oh, that's it? Okay. You take two psychic damage and your Dispel Magic fizzles. Ow! What? Hey! Hey, who said that? Uh, 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 hello? Kev? Hey, buddy! Oh my hey, god! um, where is everyone? Um, well, uh, uh, Manny's with his dogs. Jay's safe too, he's on another line. Uh, we got him on a secure feed. Hold on, let me switch you to your own secure feed, uh, too. Hold on. Okay, there. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, what's going on? Are you, are you good? Are you okay? Yeah. Um, I'm good. Just, uh, bit hungry. I tried to find some food. Are you guys playing right now? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we are. We are. We're doing something a little different, because everyone's got to use secure lines, but did you want to play? Because I'm down, like, you sound exhausted but we could always no, just no i i want to play um <laughs> come on we've been in the labyrinth for a month now playing sounds fun i i've even got my dice on me so let's do it all right give me one second i gotta let the guys know they're gonna be so glad man with you back that means everyone survived the mission hmm Wow, I might have run out of things to talk about. I gotta hand it to Robin. This is a lot harder than I expected it to be. Robin, you got any hot tips? I'll get back to her later then. Okay, everyone's up to date. Now I just got to keep everything straight when I switch between you all. Uh, this could make the game pretty fun, actually. Uh, all right, so what's next? So you wake up in a one-room shack in Balderdash. Whatever happened last night is a blur now, and you seem to be completely alone. Uh, 
Okay. Um, well, I want to want to stir myself and uh, get up. I want to go out outside and see uh, what's going on. I'm looking to see who who all is around. Outside the shack, Debilica is pacing in the street as if she's been waiting for you. Well, um, hi. Oh my goodness, Vert, I am so glad that you're here. Come with me, I can take you to the others. All right. Um, what happened? I, it'd be easier to explain once we get there. They're in the Shattered Mansion. All right. And she starts, uh, she starts hurriedly walking towards the gate of Balderdash. All right, uh, I'm gonna follow after her. She walks you past the gate, uh, and you start going past the, uh, well, conveniently with all of the goblin crops. Uh, the goblin crops are growing in the burned remnants of the hedge maze hmm. that freed up a lot of soil space. With no hedge maze to go through, the Shattered Mansion is only a few minutes' walk away from town. Uh, and you can see it in the distance. Uh, she leads you past the statue of the Devil Knight, which was in the courtyard of the Shattered Mansion, but now it's just a podium. Uh, the goblins must have scrapped it to use the stone for farming. She opens, she gets to the door to the Shattered Mansion. She says, everyone's inside. She opens the door for you. Uh, Vert goes on in. Does the mansion look any different from the first time we, we were in there? Inside, what you see is a dark room with a curtain covering the entire back wall. A mm. simple wooden table has been positioned in front of the curtain, and on it are a pile of common household items, such as a, a can opener, a mouse trap, a hammer, a toothbrush, etc. On either side of the table is a pit in the floor. One is labeled Twilight, and the other is labeled Torin. And uh, Debilica sort of materializes into view of you as you approach this table. There doesn't seem to be anything else in the room. Uh, mm. There don't even seem to be walls. It seems to mostly be like a black void. There seems to be definition. Like there seems to be like clear, like defined space in this quote unquote room. But the only detail you can make out is this curtained wall and this table and these pits. What is this? Debilica doesn't really look at you. Her hands are crossed behind her, her back in a fashion you haven't really seen her do before. I've always had a fascination with the mortal toy called Dollhouse. They tell us so much about the living condition, as it were. You train your spawn to seek control over life. How unfair that you fill their heads right from the beginning with the compulsion to fulfill an impossible task. And why? Out of fear? Maybe. Control in a chaotic universe? Well, it seems likely. You have the children simulate a comfortable life, one in which they are not participating, but are instead deities reigning over the lives of little creatures that can barely move their own arms and legs. I think, if you ask me, it has to do with mortality. I've never had to consider such a thing myself, of course, but watching you little creatures play your little control-obsessed schemes with each other is really the closest I've come to figuring it out. It always leaves me both disgusted and awed by the illusions you craft for yourselves. And Debilica snaps her fingers, and you can hear the snap. 
and the curtain opens. On the other side of the curtain is a glass wall, and on the other side of that glass is what appears to be like the cross-section of a house. Uh, it has uh, several, what seem to be, from your perspective, enormous rooms. Uh, in a room to the left side of the house, where the house appears to be uh, clean in all of its rooms, on the uh, like if there was a dividing line going vertically through the house, all the rooms on the left seem to be sparklingly clean. Mm. And all the rooms on the right are disheveled, disused, and dirty. And in the sort of middle room of this clean section is a mouse-sized twilight. Appears to be uh, hiding on the far side of a giant bookcase inside a comparatively large library. On the far right side is uh, Torin, also mouse-sized, uh, slinking quietly through a uh, I suppose quietly for you, he would be clank, 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 <laughs> clanking uh, through a dirty, abandoned-looking supply closet on the, the very far-rightest side of the house. Uh, he currently seems to be covered in, based on what's going on in the room, far as you can tell, some kind of, like, animal bile? Like, creature parts? Hmm. And he's making his way towards a disgusting-looking door, uh, like an old moldy door. So here's the game, Vert. Before you are your friends. This wall will prevent you from speaking to them or sending any direct messages. Before you is a pile of things one might find during their perfect little lives in their perfect little homes. Drop something down the hole to your left, and the item will go to twilight. And of course, the same to Torin for the hole on your right. There are no doors or windows in my dollhouse, but I left you an exit. No lies. This is a devil's promise. Get both of your companions out, and the game ends. You'll be free to leave this room and rejoin your friends. The stuff that uh, Torn is covered in, does it look like it's hurting him? It does not. It just looks kind of gross. Uh, it's green. Uh, there's like a, like a giant insect leg that's sort of like stuck to his back, and he can't quite reach it, and it's just kind of twitching there. Mm. Lovely. Uh, but he doesn't seem to be reacting in pain in any way. Okay. Uh, he, it looks like he just like he's trying to reach it, but he can't. And he seems like maybe kind of distracted by that right now. Um, but otherwise, uh, yeah, he's making his way towards the door. Okay. Um, they don't appear to be in any immediate danger. Yeah, they don't appear to be under attack. Um, inside the room with Twilight, though, there is a, a Lemure reading a book. Um... Much like when you were in the library in the Shattered Mansion the first time, mm -hmm. only this Lemure is, uh, what's that, what's that monster Manny's always going on about? The, the, the T-Rex thing that shoots radiation out of its mouth. Um. Uh, the, the, the Gajira? Uh, it's like a Gajira-sized Lemure. The, the Zillow? Reading a book. The Zillow thing? Yes. Okay. The Zilla. Uh, there's, there's a Zilla-sized Lemure reading a book, and next to him in a cage is a hamster that you can tell from here is, like, foaming at the mouth. And it's an, it, this hamster is bigger than Twilight. It also has, like, a tube system in its cage hmm. that would lead up to the room above it. And you can see the room above it would be the master bedroom. 
Uh, how many rooms do either of them have to get through to get to their exit, or can I even see the exit? You don't see any obvious doors or windows, but I can give you descriptions of what's of the rooms and what's in them. Okay. Um... So, uh, I'll just do that for the name of in the name of fairness. Uh, on the far left side of the house, uh, it's sort of like a like a cross shaped house that's wider in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the far left side is a nursery that has uh, one door that opens into this library that Twilight's now in. Directly above the library is the master bedroom, and below the library is the kitchen. On the opposite side of the library like on the opposite wall on the same floor is uh what looks like a craft room like it's full of like sewing supplies and uh like scissors and glue and and glitter that's the dirty half of the house now uh once you're in the craft room if Torin goes through that that moldy door in the supply closet he'll go through that moldy door he'll be in the craft room and then uh directly above him above the craft room is a bathroom and then directly below him is that kitchen again. Like, the entire basement is just made up of one enormous kitchen. Like, uh, if one had servants in a castle or a mansion, they would they would be like a servant's kitchen where they would prepare enormous banquets. Uh, stuff that's on the table in front of me. Um, are there any cooking utensils and things on there? So the table has, has an enchantment on it. Mm. It's basically a pile for... Anything you would want, as long as it's not a household item, or a, or something that could be directly used as a weapon. You're not allowed to, to arm your friends. You're just allowed to, to aid them. If you use an investigation check and tell me what you're digging for, mm-hmm. uh, the higher the investigation check, the closer you'll get to finding exactly what you're looking for. Uh, as the roll gets lower, you'll find something similar to what you asked for, uh, with you know, varying degrees of similarity based on uh, exactly how high or low the roll is. Does Twilight appear to be doing any investigation? Twilight appears to be examining the bookcase. You can see in his room is a little sign, a their height-sized sign that uh, points to, like, the different rooms on the queen side of the house. Hmm. And there's a, a sign that says craft room pointing directly at this bookshelf. I'm going to go ahead and look for a a spatula digging on the table. Uh, Hmm? Okay, Uh, make an investigation check. (laughs) That is a three. So you went looking for a spatula. What you have found is a butter knife, I suppose. Yeah, let's try that. Uh, I'm going to drop that down uh, Twilight's hole, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, you drop that in the hole labeled Twilight, and you hear this vacuum noise, mm-hmm. and then you see in the room uh, a little, like, portal forms inside the room, and uh, a butter knife falls onto Twilight's head. So you've dropped a butter knife on Twilight's head, and what do you do now? Uh, is it is it dark on uh, Torn's side? Yeah, it's dark. There's, like... Um, there's some kind of ambient light keeping the room lit, even though there's clearly no candles or lanterns that are that are lit and active. Mm-hmm. Um, the room, the whole, the whole house seems to be sort of generally luminous, if that makes sense. It's like it's being lit sort of by the light coming through this glass window, 
that you're staring through. Mm, okay. So... I suppose that's not much of an answer. Well, but it's... It, it, he's not... His, his vision is not obscured, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah. It, it, if it was dingy and dark, you know, that's one thing. If it was pretty much almost, you know, pitch black in there, then Torrin would be... <laughs> Would you like to sort of like look around in the room he's in right now? Yeah. Looking around, you see that there is a giant spider that was, uh, it seems to be like running away from him, scrambling up a, a strand and going into a web in the in the upper right corner. Uh, there's also a dead ripped in half spider laying on the floor. Mm. And then um, a just a bunch of pieces of some some giant insect just green splatters all over, matching what is twitching on Torin's back. Besides that, like, there's a giant, like, mop bucket and broom in there, and, like, an old disused cot. Is he nearest any of the doorways, or is he paying attention only to the stuff that's on him? Uh, great question. He is heading towards the door that will lead him out of the supply closet and into the craft room. Uh, as I said, it is like a gross, moldy door. I'm going to look for a cleaning brush, something you would use to clean pots and pans or something on the table. Investigation check. Nat 20. Nat 20. Uh, yeah, you can find whatever you're looking for in there. Yeah, it's going to... So it sounds like a big a big scrubby brush. Yep, and I'm going to be dropping that down Torrin's uh, hole. <laughs> Once again, uh, you drop a scrubbing brush into the into the hole. A portal opens in front of Torin, and the scrubby brush lands on the floor at his feet. And Debilica says, Okay, I see your plan, Vert. You use the butter knife to tell Twilight to head towards the kitchen, and you've used the scrubbing brush to help Torin clean the mold off the door. Is that correct? Something along those lines. Hmm, this is very interesting. I can't wait to see what happens. And then uh, her hologram starts to flicker. And there's a there's a buzz in her voice as it starts to break and crack up. Vert, I only have so much time to talk to you, but you guys need to get out of Balderdash within the next hour before the, for the security forces find you. The security forces? Look, like I said, I only have a few seconds. I can't hack into my own cubicle for too long before they find me. I'm hiding. Uh, look, I'm trying to find you guys. I'm going to try to come get you, but you guys have to get out of Balderdash. We're in the, the the shattered mansion. What are you talking about? You are in Balderdash right now. Oh dear. Forces are coming for you. All of the cleaners in the castle are coming for you. Everyone in Acquisitions who is set to clean up corrupted souls has been redirected. They are arming themselves. They are... Hmm... Oh dear. And okay then. Uh, that's it for now. <laughs> uh, I think I could use a break. Uh, Manny and I gotta figure out a way to get you and Jay out of the labyrinth anyway. Uh, we'll all be playing together again in, you know, just a couple weeks. No problem. Don't. Don't bother. Coming for me. What? What do you mean? I... <laughs> I'm in a bit of a predicament. Uh, clearly, you're stuck in a labyrinth. I'm pinned. I'm pinned under some rubble. 
The Leviathan is right outside, too. Well, that's not so bad, right? It'll move, and, and then we can come get you. Uh, yeah, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding pretty bad. Some leftover shrapnel from Yang's explosion got me pretty good. Kev, I... Hey, don't worry about it. I volunteered to come along, you know? And it was good. That I got a chance to play with you guys again. Completely. As me. Don't be like that, bud. Come on, we got you out of worse scrapes. Tell the guys... How am I going to finish this arc without you? Tell the guys I love them. Tell Amelia. Thank you. Don't be like that, Kev. Kevin. Well, it looks like I'm not getting deadly out of Robin right now. She is so moody when she has literal wires electrocuting her around the clock. I mean, suck it up. It's just excruciating pain. Jeez. Smile through it, Robin. It will all work out fine. Well, anyway, I guess I'll call it for the day. Uh, please be sure to send in fan letters or audio files, everyone. Uh, we would love to hear from you and get feedback on the new show format and your new host, moi. I think I'm going to hop on my station system and live stream for you all. So check me out at Grinning Assistant on your preferred streaming platform. Thank you, and uh, keep living your truth. Hey, Jmark again. I wanted to take a moment to thank our Patreon patrons. Our Patreon is our only source of income, and so all the proceeds go towards buying better equipment for us to work with. Uh, we would like to shout out Clara Richards, Drudge Ninja, Jean Drisgula, and Kelly Wool uh, for all of your support. If you are interested in helping us out in a big way, please consider supporting us on Patreon for the low, low price of a cup of coffee a month. You'll gain access to a multitude of content, including our podcast, It Comes From Within, a show in which the cast of the Tabletop at the End of the World are forced to play a cruel game run by an eldritch god, and the We Are Unplugged Behind the Scenes podcast, our show where we break down every single episode of Tabletop for the End of the World, talk about our process, answer fan questions, stuff like that. Uh, you also get added to our Patreon-exclusive Discord, where you can chat with us. And uh, you'll have a means of purchasing discontinued merch that are no longer available to anybody else. And for higher tiers, we'll also send you free goodies every now and again. So definitely check it out. There may even be an exclusive t-shirt coming in that's only going to be available to certain patrons. We would appreciate it very much if you had the bandwidth to just tell your friends to listen to the show. Uh, tell your loved ones, tell them and tell their friends, get into conversations on social media. We're just a goofy cast of weirdos, but you are the ones who build a community every time. You just talk about us and talk with us and all that good stuff. Anyway, that is it from me. Uh, we should be back on a normal schedule, so the next episode will be coming in two weeks on January 31st. Wow, already the end of January. <laughs>
Anyway, thank you so very much, and remember... The Overseers are always watching.